Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. We're Chris and Emily Danielson. It is Monday and we are laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger, I hope, once again on this Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Did I mention it's Monday? (laughs) (laughs) September 27th, 2021. It sounds weird sometimes when you're getting old like we are, where you say 2021. And every time I say something like that, it hits me. Yeah, Yeah, it it hits me. I remember being in fifth grade in 1975, and they said, next year, it's going to be the bicentennial. And that's like two 100 years. And then we got to talking about what it would be like in the year 2000. I would be 35 years old in the year 2000. Seemed so far away, and like I remember, we would never get there. Yeah, I remember sitting at my desk as a fifth grader thinking about being 35 years old all the way in the year 2000. I bet I'll be really close to death. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea how painful 35 could yeah, be, actually. Well, I'd take 35 <laughs> aches and pains all day and twice on Sunday compared to what we're living with now. Yeah, now that we're over Anywho, over that <laughs> it is 2021 and the talk of the end times is everywhere and here's the here's the reality you need to you know you need to grow in the lord jesus christ for such a time as this you just need to and we are looking across the landscape and i've talked a little bit about news where i get my news and what does that mean and so today i want to just talk about a couple different things and how I get my news and what is not in the news and should be. And the fact that it's not in the news shows that our country is gone. Whoopsie. We need, We're lost. We need a complete <laughs> revolution in this country to get it back. My hope is that it would be through a revival type yeah. revolution. Revolution only comes through revival, actually. Well, it takes the revival to precede the, the revolution. revolution. And we need revival so yesterday. We do, yeah. Because I don't consume any visual news broadcasts anymore no not since fox news uh turned their back i don't know three four months before the election i saw it was happening the last debate uh the debates the presidential debates were you know an absolute debacle the first one had the that little squirmy guy with the black (laughs) hair and the glasses what's his name (laughs) the fox news correspondent chris wallace chris chris wallace okay so Trump had to debate both Biden and Chris Wallace. Yeah, that's in that true. First one. Yeah, he was a little antagonistic. Yeah. I think you forgot that he's not running for president. Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> what an embarrassment to journalism this guy was true. that night. Yeah, it was sad. But again, since journalism died a couple years ago, I suppose he didn't really even care. Rules have how, been thrown out the window. Yeah, how far they are in the tank for these people is 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 obvious. just it's painfully well, it, it, obvious. You can't yeah. use words to really get to it. I thought Fox still had hope. Anyway, I started losing hope at that moment. And then the second presidential debate, I watched like 15 minutes of it in October. And I said then, I made a commitment then that I did not think I was able to keep. I said, I am done. I'm not watching any more news broadcasts ever again. To this day, I've watched, I think, uh, YouTube of Tucker Carlson for like three minutes on a topic that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And I saw Bill O'Reilly was with someone, whether it was Sean Hannity or whether it was Glenn Beck, I can't remember. He was with somebody. And I watched that on, again, on a news on a news link, yeah. not tuned in on broadcast TV. Yep, yep. And that is it since the second presidential debate. Yes. And 
all the way through the election coverage, didn't watch. All you know, and so I have a couple sources. I use I call it Epic Times, E P O C H. Some people call it Epoch. I'm Epoch, you're Epic. Yeah, well, yeah, it's whatever. Epic News anyway. It's still journalism. Uh, yeah. It's real journalism actually. Yeah, still yes. real journalism. They've got some really really good Very talented opinion, writers, columnists. Yeah. I get the newspaper once a week, but I also get I'm saying four to six emails every day with just different headlines. I can go to their website whenever I want. I'm a subscriber. There's two more that are like that. I like American Family Network out of uh, Tupelo, Mississippi. I like AFA News, uh, AFN, um, One News Now. The point is, is that when you consume news this way, that is a opportunity to consume the news headlines and see what's going on in the world without necessarily having to buy into propaganda on any side of the right, aisle. Right. And therefore, I think that I can more wisely for my own conscience and my own emotional stability look across the landscape of the world and see what's going on in a much more intelligent way. Right. And because I'm so immersed in God's word as a pastor and as a, you know, a writer and possible filmmaker again in the future, I really feel like this is something that God led me to. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I have kept that going now. Next, you month, haven't consumed any news broadcast other news than what I just said. There was or one, what you're forced to hear in the background of yeah. the airport. <laughs> well, even then, I don't, I don't even look up. I, I know, mean, right? Yeah. So it's coming up on one year, and I'm a better man for it. Yeah. And so when I look through Scripture and I see all the different kinds of prophecy folks out there just waxing poetic about this, and you know, you, you know, so we talked last week about how the tribulation has not officially started. Trust me, when that starts. It's not going to be lockdowns and mandates on vaccines, okay? It's going to be much different than that. But I want to start a teaching series that I may get in before Christmas, or I may have to wait till January, but I want to do it on the seven churches of Revelation. Oh, very good. I like that. And when you look at the template that Jesus has on the seven churches of Revelation, and you combo it in with the template that the, you know, that, that how we consume news, different ways that we do it, and then you look at our lives growing in maturity in Christ, and you look at how you consume scripture, how you consume devotions, how you do these things, you will see a growth in the Lord Jesus Christ to where your eyes are open and your ears are open. See, Jesus says over and over in the scriptures, eyes to see and ears to hear, right? And if you have those, you will see things that you're normally not supposed to see. I say all of that to say this. I am watching some things happen that are provable, that journalists have evidence, and many of them now that are bought and paid for don't want to share it. But we have a treasonous government, Mm -hmm. a coup government that is in office, being held in office through military protection, and they are trying to destroy and collapse America. I don't want to get into the ships off the coast. I don't want to get into, uh, you know, the fact that they want to see superinflation and that all of these Saul Alinsky and the socialist mindset. I just want to talk about one thing. It has now been proven that the State Department under the Biden administration 
has gone so anti-Christian that they did everything that they could to try to put Christians in harm's way. And they tried to see as many Christians executed in the evacuation of Afghanistan as possible. possible. When the 13 soldiers were killed at that gate with the bomb, they literally had 200 Christians in an area. They moved them out so that they would be in the bombing area. They intentionally did that. I've got a friend of mine who is working with high-ranking officials who told me, words can't express how evil this administration is. That's what we're up against. It's not about whether I like this church or I like that pastor or I'm going to do this Bible study. Christians have to understand that the, if you're going to consume the propaganda news media, it's going to weaken you yeah, to where you can't see with eyes of Jesus and hear with ears of Jesus if you try to combo in propaganda, leftist, culture of death thought with anything that is about the revolution that is Jesus Christ that could result in revival. Well, you know, and I think... Did I make sense? Absolutely. Did, okay. And it really strikes me, you know, we, it's so easy for us to look at communist countries, their propaganda practices, and we point at it and we say, yeah, that's propaganda because it's happening in a communist country. So it makes it easy to identify. But here we are in this supposedly free country. But look at how that mainstream media is operating right now. And it's it's two degrees from exactly the same way that it is conducted in those communist countries. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think about it. Um, who is on the airwaves all the time? It's the party that's in control. So here we are in the United States. It's like we have these 24-hour-a-day news networks. They are supposedly competing with one another. However, they're owned by the same person. Well, they never And, get... and the airtime that's given is given to those talking heads, those politicians who are just repeating over and over a cycle of every 15 minutes. Minutes. It just recycles and recycles and recycles 24 hours a day, seven days a week into your home. I mean, it, it operates the same way. There's actual evidence that cannot be disputed. It's easily provable. It doesn't matter what you think about Trump. It doesn't matter what you think about Biden, okay? The news media, especially on the left, were relentless in pounding on Trump for every little thing, and they keep propping up Biden regardless of how idiotic and stupid and evil and pathetic his administration yeah. is. And when Fox News got into it, I knew I was out. I had to be out. Yeah. But you cannot deny this, no matter whether you like Trump or you don't like him or like Biden or don't like him. I don't care. Trump had a culture and an administration of life. Yep. And Biden has an administration and a culture of death. And it's There's not no just question. abortion. It's across the board. And the Democrats' number one thing as socialist communist, don't get fooled by the word socialist anymore, socialist communist, the one thing that they hate more than anything else is biblical Christianity. Right, because that's what stands in the way of evil. And I really want to take some time over the next couple of weeks and talk honestly and openly yeah. about the fact that you can't be on... If you're on Jesus' team and you're surrendered to him, don't even tell me about how this, that, or the other thing when it comes to the socialist, communist, sat satanic right, party. Right. All right? It's just, it's not happening. I want to leave you with some scriptures on this Monday because this is where we have to go. I say all of that to say this, and that is... 
You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Persevere, that's Hebrews 10, 36. Then there's 40, verse 1 out of Psalms. I wait patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He will, if you do something, I'm not saying you can't watch the news. Watch the news. Find out what your thing is. And if you patiently ask God to strengthen you through that, he will hear your cry. My eyes and ears have been opened much more because of this one thing that I had to do for myself. Psalm 27, 13 and 14 says, I am confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Colossians 4.2, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Romans 12.12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. You getting an idea about prayer here? Right. And then I got uh, I got two more. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18 says, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And here's the big finish. You ready? Yep. Nehemiah 9, 5b and 6. It says, stand up and praise the Lord your God who is from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise you alone are the lord you made the heavens and the highest heavens and all their starry host the earth and all that is on it the seas and all that is in them you give life to everything and the multitudes of heaven worship you that is really good and I, i it's just what what a reminder to have our hope and our faith in Jesus Christ because what did he tell us he told us that friends with the world is enmity towards him him. and we've watched it if you're over I would say 40 years old and this is my final thought (laughs) if you're over 40 years old you have you have seen in our culture how we have gone from Christianity being the main cord of society to taking prayer out of the schools, taking prayer and scripture and anything religious out of the schools. Mm-hmm. Then it had to leave the public square and mm-hmm. you could do it in your own homes, but you you leave it in, in those private places. Then they said, oh, like parents don't shouldn't have the right to even teach their children that. Mm-hmm. And that children should just grow up and make their own mind. So pretty soon we can't even do it in our own homes. And now what is the mantra? Silence is violence, which means you don't have to say anything. As a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, your mere presence is an affront to them all. It angers them. Mm -hmm. And so appeasing them will never work. So stand bold, be firm, and remember those scriptures that Chris was, was reading because our hope is in Christ. Our hope is not in this world building some utopia here but draw close to the lord jesus christ hang on to him because indeed your silence will even anger them it doesn't matter what you do you speak you don't speak anything your mere presence is an affront to them you got to choose this day who you're going to serve exactly emily and i we are choosing to serve the lord and we want to go all in with him and that's not a one and done decision that's not a touchdown spike the ball (laughs) that is a first down day after day after day and so we just want you along for the ride hey tell your friends about this outreach ministry it's called bible idiots this 
uh, podcast is actually named No Apology with the Bible Idiots. And so No Apology is something that we are going to be working on vigorously as we get some funding. And right now we're just volunteers just doing this on a shoestring. So if you'd like to help tie a pair of shoes now and then, (laughs) you can give a gift tax deductible through our church, Lifehouse Church, by going to BibleIdiots.com. And it doesn't matter the amount, just anybody standing with us for any amount would be encouraging at this point. We really appreciate you spending your time with us. And so on behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into God's word today and go and serve your king.